How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back with our Week 4 installment of Meek the Opponents. We are going to be taking a look at the Bears' Week 4 opponents, the Midwestern foe in the Indianapolis Colts. Welcome back to the show, guys. I am your host, Chris Malpe. I am joined today by both of my co-hosts, Par Shaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, fellas? Doing pretty good. Just watching some postseason baseball. There's four games going on right now, so it's super fun. Especially my White Sox just started playing, so yeah. NBA Finals start tonight, too. Jalen, how's it going, man? It's going good. Uh, so yesterday I said I wasn't going to watch playoff, playoff baseball. But, playoff baseball, uh, and you were watching the playoff baseball. But, uh, yeah, I was watching the White Sox. I saw uh, MVP to hit a home run, so I guess that was cool. I'm probably going to watch game two today. And then, you know, the finals this day, go Jimmy. Uh, and that's about it. Can't wait to talk to Bears football. Yeah, definitely rooting for Jimmy Butler, but let's hop right into it. We do not have a guest today. Normally, uh, the plan would be for us to have a guest uh, for each Meet the Opponents, and we probably should have one, but uh, things got a little bit too pressed back, so we're going to be talking about the Colts ourselves. So let's just hop right into it, taking a look at the Indianapolis Colts. They come into this game at 2-1, and one, coming off of two wins versus the New York Jets, uh, 37-6 and the Minnesota Vikings 28-11 to in a game where Kirk Cousins had a zero passer rating. This Colts defense is currently ranked number one in the league uh, overall as a unit as well as in points allowed per game. They've allowed 15 points per game also on offense, scoring 28 points a game, whereas the Bears allowing 20.7 points per game and averaging 24.7 on offense. Uh, taking a look at their total yards per game average, the Colts average just under 400 yards per game with 270.3 average on the ground, also 119.3 averaged on rushing. And then you take a look at their yards allowed. Uh, they allow a lot less than the Bears. The Bears have actually allowed an average of 377 yards per game, but the Colts have been down at 244, allowing only 93.3 rushing yards per game and 151.3 passing yards. Taking a look at some of the players who have succeeded on the Colts thus far, Phil Rivers has had quite the start to the season, 72 for 92, 794 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. Two of those interceptions coming at crucial times during their loss in week one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We saw Marlon Mack go down with an Achilles injury. Jonathan Taylor has stepped in and performed quite well with 48 carries for 182 yards and two touchdowns. And then at receiving, uh, they've really had a tight end show at big time. Mo Ali Cox with 10 receptions for 181 yards and a touchdown. Parth, I want to pass it to you. What do you think about these Colts? They've got a, a pretty stiff defense as well as an offense that has been able to perform. Uh, so what do you think about them? Uh, they're a good team. Uh, they're 2-1, and one, but I think week one, that loss, uh, you know, Gardner Minshew just played really well. Uh, besides that, I mean, Philip Rivers also choked that game for them, or else they were very close to a 3-0 and team. Um, their defense is there. I think it's the best in the league right now. It's It's got the pass rush going. It's got this great secondary. You know, Xavier Rhodes had two interceptions last, last week. And on the run game, you know, Jonathan Taylor's been a beast so far. He, he stepped in for the injured injured running back there and Marlon Mack and he's been productive so far uh and then their wide receivers haven't gotten to go I think T.Y. Hilton's had a slow start to the season but I think if him and uh Philip Rivers can build that connection going I think they could be scary especially coming into this week yeah Michael Pittman will also be out this game for uh the Colts wide receiver wide receivers uh it, it's interesting you bring up Xavier Rhodes you know he's a player who 
had a really good career in Minnesota, started to struggle towards the end. It, it got pretty ugly for him, but came back to Indianapolis, and now he's thriving again. Uh, last week, obviously, albeit be against the Jets, he did win AFC Defensive Player of the Week with two interceptions, returned for 44 yards, also two passes defended, and a touchdown. So quite the start for him to this 2020 season, and he's going to be matched up with a guy like Allen Robinson this weekend, and it's going to be very important that the Bears try and contain him because Xavier Rhodes has gotten off to a good start this season. So, Jalen, I want to pass it to you. What do you think about these Colts? They have a great defense. Uh, with, like you said, Xavier Rhodes, uh, they have um, – their. I just can't remember their – Kenny Moore, he's a, he's a great slot corner. They have um, their linebacker out of South Carolina State. I can't remember. Darius Leonard, he's Darius a he won Leonard, rookie yeah, of the year. the same year. Yeah, he won rookie of the year two years ago. Um you know they have a, they have a great defensive line with DeForest Buckner uh, and, and stuff like that. I think Justin Houston as well. So uh, they they been having a great defensive year. They had three interceptions in the last two games against Kirk Cousins and against Sam Darnold. Uh, so you know this is probably the best defense we faced this this season. And then our offensive line is, is nothing to you know look past. They have a great run run game. They lost Marlon Mack, but they still using Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. He has, he's having a good uh, rookie year. Their offensive line is one of the best in the league. Um, they're you know they're starting to use their tight ends more. Mo, Mo Ali Cox is having uh, having a great start to the season. Uh, they still have Jack Doyle. Um, whenever Trey Burton comes back, you know he can still Which be. Could be this healthy. week. I'm hearing that it may be time for a Trey Burton revenge game this week. Yeah, they, they still have him when he's healthy. He could be, you know, a weapon. The wide receivers, you know, they still have T.Y. Hilton, but other than that, they don't really have anybody behind him other than probably like Zach Pascal. But Paris Campbell is out. Michael Pittman is going to be out of this, out this game. So I could see, uh, you know, the Colts being very run-heavy offense, and they still have Phillip Rivers, who's a, who's a NFL uh, – who's a Hall of Fame quarterback in my opinion. So definitely not a team to look past. Definitely, talent, definitely very talented, and uh, it's, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, the Colts' wide receivers are, are pretty banged up. Uh, Paris Campbell is out indefinitely. Michael Pittman, they uh, realized he had an injury. That could have been career-threatening just, just this week, so uh, it should be interesting there. Zach Pascal's probably going to line up as wide receiver two behind T.Y. Hilton. It's interesting, that tight end group, Jack Doyle, Mo Alley-Cox. Trey Burton might make a return. Uh, Jalen, you mentioned this offensive line is very good with guys like Quentin Nelson, Anthony Costanzo, Ryan Kelly. Braden Smith, who's been off and performing well thus far. And this defense is, is something you really can't overlook. Justin Houston, you mentioned him, a, a grizzled veteran who had success in Kansas City. DeForest Buckner, they traded, uh, I believe, the 13th overall pick for him. Grover Stewart, Denikra Autry. So this Colts defense is looking very good. Parth, I want to pass it back to you now. Obviously, it makes these episodes a little bit tougher when we don't have a guest. But you see what the Colts bring to the table. Their wide receivers look just a little bit banged up, but... What do you think Indianapolis has to do if they want to win this game? Uh, attack the secondary. You know, we've seen uh, Kyle Fuller and uh, Jalen Johnson have a fast start to the season, but if they can start attacking our secondary, finding the holes, I think they can easily pick apart our defense. Our defense has looked pretty shaky at times. You know, we've seen Daniel Jones get a big drive against us at points of the season, and Matthew Stafford had some success in the first half versus us again. So if, if they can attack the secondary, um, you know, last year we saw Phillip Rivers come into Chicago and beat us with the with the Chargers, and now he's on the Colts. So if they can attack the secondary, find the holes with guys like T.Y. Hilton, I think they could win this game. And also pound the ball. Um, the Bears' defense hasn't been the best at stopping the run this year. You know, they, I think they were top five the past two years, and this year they're 
not top five. I don't think they're top 10 either. So if they can pound the ball with Jonathan Taylor, I mean, their offense line is outstanding. I think they can easily find some holes against us, especially with Danny Trevathan struggling at the linebacker position. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, the Bears have allowed 119 rushing yards per game, and I'm going to have to say that I agree with you. I think the Colts, if they pound the rock, they're, they're going to be able to find success in this game. They not only have one of the best offensive lines in the league, but they have one of the more promising running backs from the 2020 draft who has been killing it recently in Jonathan Taylor. I think if they can pound the rock, they're going to find success in this one. Uh, I, I think where they can get in trouble is if we force the ball into Phillip Rivers' hands. I said it yesterday in the three key matchups. Uh, something that I think benefits the Bears is if you make them throw the ball. We talked about Michael Pittman being out as well as Paris Campbell. He's only got a couple targets to throw to. You know, We've seen the Bears struggle against tight ends, which worries me a little bit with possibly Trey Burton being back, Mo Cox being off to a hot start this season, Jack Doyle always someone who's dangerous as well and has had some success throughout his career. But I think if you get the ball in Phillip Rivers' hands, uh, that, that's a disadvantage to the Colts. We've seen them be able to pound the, run, uh, pound the rock constantly uh, throughout this year with Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, uh, and they've had success with it. We, I, I was there this weekend. I saw it against the Jets. Uh, they do a very good job at running out the clock and trying to avoid the pass as much as they can, but if the Bears can slow the run, uh, I, I like their odds. But for the Colts to win this one, uh, yeah, definitely I would say pound the rock because we've seen Bilal Nichols struggle. We've seen the linebackers struggle. Eddie Goldman is missed on this front seven, so uh, I'm going to say the Colts need to pound the rock 100% if they want a chance in this one. Jalen, uh, it might be consensus here, but what do you think Indianapolis needs to do if they want to win this one? They definitely need to run the ball. You know, if we don't, I highly doubt we sign, you know, a snacks or somebody to come in and make an instant uh, upgrade for our running, for our run defense. Uh, that's what teams are going to be doing the, the whole season. They're going to run the ball down our throat, and if we can't stop it, then you know they're running the ball is, is probably one of the best things that, especially if you're good at, if you're running the ball consistently and effectively, that wastes clock. Um, you know that helps them with time of possession and stuff like that. So if they want to win this game, they have to run the ball successfully and uh, consistently. Because putting the ball in Philip Rivers' hands, like I said before, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's not the same Philip Rivers. He's a gunslinger. And if we if we get an opportunity to get an interception, he's going to give it to us. So they need to run the ball if they want to win this game. 100%. Now let's talk a little bit before we close this one out about how the Bears can win this game. Uh, it, it's pretty obvious for me. First off, I think Nick Foles is the best quarterback that the Indianapolis Colts' defense will face yet. Uh, Gardner Minshew obviously did have a good game uh, against them where he only uh, had one incomplete pass, passed for 173 yards and three touchdowns. Then they play Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think Foles is better than Cousins, but you know what? They did a good job bottling him up. And then obviously uh, last weekend in week three, uh, they faced Sam Darnold, and it wasn't the prettiest game for him, uh, as I believe he ended up with three interceptions and 12 incomplete passes or something like that. So I'm going to say for the Bears to win this one, and obviously we'll get more into it uh, as we get into our Fan Mail Friday and pregame show later this week. But I think the Bears should attack the Colts as secondary. Uh, I think that's the only weakness we've seen on their defense yet, and it's not even that much of a weakness. Uh, we saw Gardner Minshew was able to succeed against the Colts' secondary. I think you know uh, bringing Nick Foles in opens up a ton more for uh, this Bears' offense. You know, Just take a look at, at what he's been able to do throughout his career in comparison to Mitchell Trubisky. We're going to be able to take more deep shots. Uh, he's going to be able to throw back shoulder throws, something that Javon Wims said earlier this week he didn't expect coming. 
you know, and I think there's going to be a lot more 11 personnel, a lot more yards after catch. We can get guys like Darnell Mooney and Ted Gidmore involved uh, running go routes. So I think uh, if you're the Bears, you have to suit up with your guy Nick Foles and be confident attacking the Colts' secondary. Uh, Frank Reich is obviously someone who was one of the coaches that discovered Nick Foles and I think he knows how to play against him very well, and he's taught a very good defense thus far. But you know what? I think if you're the Bears, you have the weapons. This Colts' secondary isn't great. Uh, Malik Hooker's out. Uh, I know they were taking a look at Tony Jefferson, but I don't know how quick he would be ready to go if they did sign him. So I think if you're the Bears and you want to win in this one, uh, you have to attack attack Indianapolis' secondary, uh, get the running backs involved in the receiving game. We saw the Bears upgrade Artavis Pierce uh, to the active roster. Also, David Montgomery. I, I just think in general, uh, with Foles, you have to defend the deep shot. And I think that opens up an opportunity for guys like David Montgomery to get to the second level in the receiving game. So uh, if, if the Bears want to win this one, obviously, you know, taking a look at the defensive side of the ball, they're going to have to stop the run. They're going to have to put the ball in Phillip Rivers' hands and hope for some turnovers. But uh, offensively, I think you've got to attack Indianapolis' secondary uh, it, it can be a tough thing to do. They've got a good defensive line. We mentioned it earlier. Guys like DeForest Buckner are going to be coming at Nick Foles, someone who isn't as mobile as Trubisky. But I think Foles is the right quarterback to play in this game, and I think he's going to fearlessly attack uh, the secondary of the Indianapolis Colts. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it to you. What do you think the Bears need to do if they want to give themselves a shot to move to 4-0? I think we just got to keep pounding the rock. Uh, that's got to be the emphasis this week. I feel like, you know, with that's going to be tough. I mean, it, sorry for interrupting you, but it, you know, I, I think uh, the Colts have been a little bit better against the run. You know, we saw Frank Gore only rush for I think fifty-seven yards last week. Uh, and he's I think also the like Colts, fifty-seven years old. Yeah, well, he's like he's the same age as my fucking dad. Anyways, uh, yeah, they've only allowed ninety-three point three rushing yards per game. But continue. Yeah, so I mean, I'd like to see the Bears try to pound the rock. I think uh, Minnesota pounded the rock with Dalvin Cook. He only had 14 carries for 63 yards and a touchdown. And I, I'm not saying David Montgomery is Dalvin Cook level talented just yet. There's no think- excuse for there's no excuse for David Montgomery not to be getting 20 carries a game. Exactly, and I feel like, especially with Terry Cohen out for the rest of the season, you know, I think Montgomery needs to be getting 20 carries, especially if we want to keep moving the ball. The last three weeks, we saw the Bears' offense running the ball on first down, even on second longs, we'd be running the ball, which was very effective. Uh, if we keep pounding the ball uh, and uh, let Nick Foles, you know, take his time to get ready, because it's been, I mean, he did come in last week and showed us what he can do. Um, you know, usually starting a game could be a whole new level of adrenaline and all that stuff. So if especially if playing can, his. Or his, his his old head or what one of his old associates that he was close with exactly his old offensive coordinator I'm pretty sure so yeah if if we can start pounding the rock get Montgomery going and open up this offense for some deep balls with Ted Ginn Darnell Mooney I think Nick Foles had a really good connection with Ted Ginn during training camp while Trubisky was with Mooney most of the time we know that I think so Ted Ginn's gonna get a lot more playing time from now on I think I would say so and yeah we saw Allen Robinson play well with Nick Foles last week and then get to the L with my boy Anthony Miller. So let's if they can keep that going, that connection could be amazing and special to watch for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, I think one of the biggest receptions, actually the biggest reception in my opinion of the game against the Atlanta Falcons was the yeah. fourth and six, a 29-yard reception by Ted Ginn. It's been so long since I can remember uh, a Bears quarterback consistently uh, hitting a wide receiver in stride, and that was just such a great throw. Uh, it, it takes guts to throw that ball. You know, Atlanta dropped eight on that play, uh, and Nick Foles showed he could do it. So, you know what? Uh, Atlanta's secondary obviously isn't anything 
compared to this of the Indianapolis Colts, but they dropped eight on that play and he showed that he could uh, shine through that uh, and complete the pass. So uh, I do, I do believe that uh, Nick Foles will be able to take advantage of the secondary, but definitely Parth getting the run game going could be big in this one. Jalen, I want to switch up the question a little bit for you. Parth and I both talked about offense, but the bears, obviously this is two sides of the ball. Uh, what do they need to do defensively if they want to give themselves a chance to win this one? You mean the Colts or the Bears? The Bears. Oh, like I said before, stop the run game. You know, put the ball in Phil Rivers' hands and, you know, try to create turnovers. Um, you know, I'm not really confident in Nick Foles, but if, if Nagy I'm feels like he's I'm not that confident in Phillip Rivers either. He's played solid thus far, but we saw that collapse he had in week one against Jacksonville. Like I said, we, we this is I, this is what Nick Foles does. He come off the bench. I don't know if he can do it consistently. So if we can create turnovers and get Nick Foles a shorter field and put the ball in David Montgomery's hands and you know Patterson or Pierce or Nall, you know, give them a shorter field and ability to put up points, this should be a good game for us. But we have to, we have to stop the run. I know we've been struggling uh, the last you know couple weeks doing that, stopping Ty Gurley. We couldn't stop. Adrian Peterson, um, if Saquon Barkley played, we probably wouldn't be able to stop him. So that's what we have to do. We have to we have to stop the run. We can't let them control the time of possession um, and waste clock and stuff like that. This is at home. We we, we trying to go four zero, and that's what that's what we need to do. Yeah, uh, the Colts are favored by two and a half points in this game, and ESPN's matchup predictor predicts that they have a fifty six point three percent chance of winning. But the Bears will look to go to four and zero against another tough task. Thank you guys so much for tuning into our week four edition of Meet the Opponents. If you want more content from us, you can find our website, beardown.com. We post a ton of extra content on there for you guys. So if you've got some time, it's definitely worth checking out. If you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on both Instagram and Twitter at Down. We post a, a couple giveaways there. We probably do about a giveaway every month or every other month and also post a ton of sneak peeks and stuff like that uh, on there as well. So that's worth a follow. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media pages down in the description. Parsha, Jalen McClinton, these weeks fly so fast. I mean, it's already Wednesday. We're getting closer to the game day. Uh, football definitely makes the clock turn quicker. But uh, any last words? It feels like it's winter out here in Indiana today. It's like 50 degrees. It's freezing cold. Uh, and it's Yeah, like Parth, we're going to be getting a ton of crap. We're, we both go to college in Indiana. Uh, this is not going to be pretty for us if the Bears lose this one, man. Yeah, exactly. I need this win. Uh, and uh, what's it called? The Sox we can go 4-12, so. just beat the Colts. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, oh, beat no. the Colts or else, or else Parth and I are going to be getting it in our ears uh, for God knows how long after that game. All right, Jalen, any last words, buddy? I'm trying to make it to next Friday. Hey, it's birthday, two, birthday? Yeah, my birthday's next Friday. We play two we play two games because we play on Thursday night football next week. I totally forgot about that. But yeah. please oh, yeah. let oh, me man. make it to next Friday. Please. Uh please. It's just You've been giving me heart there's a game right before your birthday and exactly. Like, Literally, if we lose that game, I'm going to be upset. If I'm not I'm not gonna say if we lose it, but if it's not a close game, if we get blown out, I'm going to be upset. But that's about it. Bear down. Yeah, uh, it should be an interesting one next Thursday. Uh, obviously, the Foles versus Brady rematch, uh, both on different teams, but I'm getting too far ahead of myself. We've got a week four matchup to focus on. We will have Fan Mail Friday coming out for you guys next uh, in just two days, so be sure on the lookout to be on the lookout for that. Uh, also, if you're not listening on spot, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, know that we do post a ton of extra content on our YouTube. We'll probably put out a video uh, on there. 
uh, on Thursday. So be sure to look out for that. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.